Hey everybody, you're listening to the How to Have Threesomes podcast. I'm Key. And I'm Lily. We've been together for seven years in a relationship style we call monogamish. This podcast is going to give you everything you need to build a stronger relationship with your partner, create healthy boundaries, and communicate honestly. We're going to help you have fun, safe, sexy adventures and have the best threesomes of your life. Ready? Here we go. You. Hey guys, the episode you're about to hear needed to be re-edited. All the guests and stories you love so much are still the same, we just needed to bleep out a few things for privacy. Before we jump into the episode today, we wanted to tell you that the How to Have Threesomes video course is now open for enrollment. We have spent years working on this project and are so, so excited to share it with you. In this course, we teach you all of our secrets for finding your ideal unicorn, from navigating dating apps and play parties to forming connections with friends and with professionals. Regardless of your experience level, this video course is full of actionable tips, tricks, and worksheets, like the needs list, kinky questionnaire, and what makes a high-converting Tinder bio. We show you how to express your deepest desires without destroying a relationship, plus how to maintain excitement with your partner. If you want to have the best threesomes of your life, this is the video course for you. We are now also offering coaching for people who want that individual attention. Some of the best money we ever spent was on a professional to help guide us through our challenging times. And not every therapist is trained to navigate non-monogamy, so if you and your partner want some extra support in these tricky situations, we're here for you guys. Another thing that we're offering is a sexy getaway. Come and spend a week with us on a tropical island. We're going to take you on some amazing experiences like hiking waterfalls, partner acro, fire dancing, and some crazy party nights. We've also teamed up with experts to bring you workshops in Tantra, Shibari, trust building, and pickup. Plus, personalized photo shoots to show off the best version of yourself online. By the end of the retreat, you'll be more confident, have a better connection with your partner, and a deeper understanding of your desires. This retreat will be a bunch of wild and sexy times, and we're stoked to bring you guys out here. We're offering the video course and the coaching on teachable.com. If you want more details about the couples retreat, we have a form you can fill out. All the links will be available in the show notes or on the How to Have Threesomes Instagram. You guys are also welcome to reach out to us directly for coaching or anything else you might need. And now, back to the episode. This is the How to Have Threesomes podcast. I'm and I'm And today we have a guest. Her name is Steph. Yay! Hi, guys! <laughs> she has her own podcast that we were just on, so if you want to check that out, her podcast is... Strip by Sia. Yeah, go check it out. She's an <laughs> awesome host. We talked about all the good stuff. Also, we're getting really close to our book release. It's our book up. is getting released on December 17th. We're excited about it. So check that out. Check out our Instagram at How to Have Threesomes. You can sign up for the pre-sale right now on howtohavethreesomes.com. And you can follow us on Instagram to get all the little updates. Or if you have any questions per usual, you can send them in. So to get right to it. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being down to come and talk to us. So we didn't really have a big conversation about what we were going to talk about. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> Other than the fact you mentioned that you have had threesomes, so she now qualifies, guys. That's why she's here. Um, <laughs> but you are not technically, you don't, are you currently in a relationship? I am not. I am single AF. So. Single AF. She's a free woman. Yeah. Can do whatever the fuck she wants in life. How long have you been single for? Oh gosh, I've been single for most of the year. I want to say since February. So it's been almost a year. Okay. Yeah. And I'm assuming that the threesome or threesome experiences that you've had were when you were also single? Um, yeah, single, but also when I was in, sort of in that relationship too. We never actually got around to it, but we went to like sex parties. Have you been to the, what's the name of the club? Someone just told us about, there's like a big swinger kind of poly club that you have to like. Club Eden? Yeah. 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 That's the. How was it? Was it? Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. It was my first time doing that because I'd always been curious. Did you actually do it? It was like a swinger. It's a swingers kind of like resort. Not resort, but a swingers club. So it's based in New Westminster, which is about like 20 minutes outside Vancouver. 
And the venues rented out, I think it's like once or twice a month or How something. How much does it cost to get in? I didn't pay for the tickets, but I don't oh, think it was very expensive. I okay. think it was, I don't know, maybe 20 or 30 bucks. Did you have a good time? I had a great time. But what is it like? Like, so you get in yeah. there and it's just... So the setup, it's a couple different floors. So you walk in, there's like a whole rule thing. Um, there's a place where you can put your coats and your <laughs> Boundaries, clothes. consent. Yeah, all just. that stuff. And if you're brand new, they like make you watch a video on consent. And it's really cheesy, but I'm like... <laughs> Good to know. I had to watch it because I was new. Yeah, totally. And cheesy, maybe it serves its purpose. So you walk in. Um, the first floor is kind of like a nightclub. So lots of lounges, chairs, bars. There's a pole right in the middle of the room. Dance floor DJ. <laughs> Did you hit it up? Well, obviously. I was all She's over that She's a shit. sick pole dancer, by the way, guys. She just competed yesterday <laughs> at a pole competition, and she kills it. She does some crazy fucking shit. You should check out her page. Was that the met? Was that a pole studio? At a pole studio yeah. where I've been, like, trying my best to, like, not look like a potato. You've been amazing. Um, and then as I'm slowly picking up tricks, she's in the background of all my videos hitting her full routine, just, you know, full splits in the air in like a human flag doing spins. And I'm like, God damn it. Everyone's like, wow, who's that? Who's your friend? I'm like, that's Sia. Someday, someday I want to grow up and be like her. So they had a pole at this place. So of course, yeah. everyone's staring at you like, God damn. So that's damn. Right. So obviously I was like, well, well, I don't know anyone here. I'm kind of nervous. Like I've never mm-hmm. been to like a sex party before. There's so a lot like, of people. Ah, there's a lot of people. Yeah. yeah so it starts at around like 8 o'clock and it goes up until like 2 a.m. But yeah, the first floor is like a club. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens on the floor. You just dance with your favorite people. You can wear whatever you want, basically. Just no nudity okay. right were, on were that floor. Um, it's a mixed bag. I wasn't really attracted to was a lot of people there. Yeah, like I felt like, I don't want to be cocky, but like I felt like I was one of the better looking, yeah. more like well-kept, like yeah. nice outfit, good body kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I wasn't really feeling anyone there. But the second floor is basically a bit more privacy. They have different rooms, different beds. And mm-hmm. stuff. There's like a kink room, a little dungeon area. I heard that. Yeah. They have a swing as well. And then if you <laughs> the go. The swing. The swing was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> but you go up to the third floor and it's pretty much uh, and anything goes. The free for all room. Yeah. They have this ginormous bed that I've like never seen. Like it was huge. I wonder how they clean it. That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> and <laughs> it's. Uh, I did not go on that floor. I just went to the yeah. second floor and the poke your head in. So. You're like, nope, not for me. Yeah. Not, yeah. So it was a really interesting experience. Like, like, we didn't sleep with anyone at that party, mm-hmm. just because I wasn't attracted to yeah. anyone there. It can be but... stressful the first time. I mean, it reminds me, we have a story in one of our early episodes about going to the Orgy Dome at Burning Man. Oh, yeah. Which is very episode. much like that, where they have different rooms of, like, free-for-all and, like, look but no touch and different things. But my main problem was getting in there and realizing that at Burning Man, everyone is young and hot, except in the Orgy Dome, it's everyone's yeah. parents. Oh, It yeah. was, like, people in their 40s Lots and 50s. So I was wondering, when you went to this yeah. club, was it mostly, like... I Your would parents' say like generation or later thirties to mid forties. No, not I would as many say. hot like twenty year olds no, hanging out. No, there there was not. So it's disappointed. So we just we just ended up having sex with each other with like the curtains open because we're mm-hmm. kind of like exhibitionisty. So that's good. We, that's <laughs> that kind of as fun. far as we got. I was like, people yeah. can look, but if they try and touch me, I'm gonna freak no, out. Like, I can't. <laughs> no thanks. So that was interesting. Did and you then, like that experience? I had a lot of fun. I would actually go back again. Mm-hmm. I would love to, you know, get in touch with more people, but. The crowd, I just wasn't attracted to anyone. Yeah. So that's my Guys, only we problem. gotta fix this. We gotta make a sexy people only circus <laughs> swinger club. Aerialist some shit. Club. <laughs> yeah. It already exists somewhere. Yeah. yeah we just <laughs> find we gotta find it. Oh, Let us know. Hit us up. Really hot circus people and poles <laughs> somewhere. I heard Toronto is really good for the scene. Really? Yeah. I've heard. When we lived out there? Did wasn't we there some like sex dungeons that you were. 
And lots of more parties and bigger oh. venues and establishments. Well, I mean, that... Do you mean the one across the street from us? <laughs> I just remember that girl on Tinder was, like, writing to you and, like, hey, come with us to these parties. Oh, Maybe my God. Montreal, though. Yeah, no, that was in Montreal. Yeah, we've definitely had people invite us to places like that, but I was, wasn't ready at the time where girls would write and just be like, hey... Do you want to hang out? And I'm like, yeah, you want to like, get dinner? They're like, oh, I'm actually going to the dungeon tonight to like, you know, get tied up to the ceiling and whipped. Do you want to come? And just I was like, cash. Uh, I was like, can I meet you first? And she's like, no, like I only want you like at a dungeon event. And I was like, oh. <laughs> maybe <laughs> I'm the past. First time. Yeah. Like, you know, or they'd write to me and be like, oh, well, like I'm down to get with you guys, but only if you'll do like X, Y, and Z to me. And I was like, no, oh, that's weird. no, yeah. like we had some girls like ask to be hit and stuff and. Yeah, they're like, I want you to whip me. And I'm like, no, no bueno, that's not happening. Like, I'm not down to, like, hurt anyone. No. But there's definitely more, like, kind of kinky establishments in big cities, I've found. Yeah. I feel like there's more people closely together just kind of makes And I find there's more, like, private parties, too, because um, I just got invited to, as you guys are leaving, I just got <laughs> invited to um, a party at my friend's loft. So mm -hmm. he always has these parties for... 25 to 35 mm -hmm. kind of age range. Shit. And Not old enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I can lie. I was there. <laughs> but he'd like have parties on his boat or he'd have parties at his like parents' mansion in West Van or at his loft in Yaletown. And <laughs> Mom and dad are out of town. We're having a swinger party. <laughs> I know, right? That's like, really oh my funny. God, he satisfies everything after. But it's the same kind of thing. Like, they'll provide condoms, they'll provide all the wine, drinks, food, everything. So it's Let's a get wasted. fully catered event. Yeah. <laughs> and then have sex with each other. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's a thing. Yeah, like, I, I've heard of those becoming a lot more popular in terms of that specific Eden group. Mm -hmm. Like, people meet each other there and then they'll have their own, like, smaller parties or hotel parties are really popular too. For me and we have a friend in LA who has these big. Uh, circus parties that you have to sign a waiver at the door and everyone knows it's clothing optional. There's always like naked people getting high in the hot tub and there's like beds on the floor and it's not necessarily a hookup party but like shit's definitely going down. And, <laughs> definitely like, encouraged. Yeah, like multiple times they've like propositioned us like, well, if you guys ever want to stay, like you can stay in our room. And I'm like, ha ha ha, thank you. <laughs> like a little nervous, but thanks. Um, so I definitely feel like it's becoming more accepted or people are just more aware I don't know if it's just because of the internet but like we're all kind of finding each other yeah and this community is growing and it's becoming more acceptable I think that's a healthy thing actually that people can explore with those avenues mm -hmm. I think so too I think there's just a lot of people that are really curious about mm -hmm. you know open relationships and like you know allowing other people to be physical a little bit more freedom and just yeah. getting that out of your system which I think with. is healthy because I don't think that fulminocopy is very healthy because yeah, well, I don't think it's natural. But. If it worked so well, 50% of marriages wouldn't end. Right? I mean, if it worked so well, all of our parents would probably still be together. But, you know, that is a rare thing these days. Yeah. That's another story. But, so can you tell us about your threesome? Oh, yeah. So I've had three some. Only one? Two. Two. Three. <laughs> She's counting as we go, guys. Four? Four threesomes. Four. Yes. That grew so, really quickly with, from with, one. Yeah. <laughs> like one. With different people or the same people? Uh, three times with the same people, and then one time with another group of people. Okay. So, so break it down. How'd you meet them? How'd this come up? So the first time was kind of bad. That was like my very first kind of experience doing a threesome, and that I was young. I was eighteen, and these guys were older than me. And oh, so it was you and two guys. Yeah. When you were eighteen. Yeah. So that. Remember, was, guys, red flags. That yeah. Could be really scary. It's a total red flag thing. Like definitely, and looking back on that, that was definitely more of an assault. 
Were you dating sure. either of them or did you know I was sleeping with one of them. So one of them, which is crazy, one of them was a male stripper who I'd hired for a party when mm-hmm. I was 18 and I had a girls night. And <laughs> anyways, so that... You're a brave 18-year-old yeah. hiring male strippers. <laughs> who does that? <laughs> Well, I, that's what I did when my whole family went away, and I was like, well, I never have parties. I might as well I'm going to get a stripper. One. Yeah, I'm going to get a stripper. That's awesome. <laughs> so that's what happened. We, I met this guy, and then we ended up sleeping together. Him <laughs> taking my virginity as well. Whoa. No. Yeah. Well, that Wait. was consensual. Which is good. Wait, yes. so you had male strippers for your birthday party before you had sex? So wait, did it happen yeah. the night of your party? No. No, no. no. Okay, so you knew this him like for a later. while. Okay, I got you. Yeah, so we knew him for like a month or something. Okay. <laughs> and then we slept together, and then we ended up having a threesome with his friend. And, you know, I thought that this would be a really great idea. Like, I've always wanted to experiment. Did he bring it up? So he's just like, hey, yes, babe, of course like, he want to fuck my roommate Josh? Of course. Like, uh. Of course he, like, brought up the whole idea. Like, hey, like, I have this friend, you know. It could be a lot of fun. And just like, oh, yeah, sure, like... I'm down with anything, you know. Really? And of course, so you didn't have any hesitation. Or? No, and he was older, of course, too. So I think I was like enamored by that yeah. whole idea. He knows You're what he's 18. doing. He's showing me the world. Yeah, and I want to like learn a couple things dun, to dun, be edgy dun. or something. And then when I got there, it just was not what I had imagined it to me. It's almost like you know when you lose your virginity, you imagine it to be this like romantic fucking thing or this is what girls think at least this is what girls think there's gonna be flowers <laughs> yeah and stare in each other's eyes well, dude, that's what I thought soft it was music be too. in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you think it's gonna be this one thing and then it just it just was not it was a like complete opposite and I just didn't know how to say no at that point was so. it the first time you'd met the other guy like you showed yeah. up at his house and he was just like expecting it and you were like Felt like you couldn't back out of it at that point. The right? whole situation was like pretty disgusting. Oh, when I looked no. back and it was just not a good experience at all. I'm so sorry. No, and, that's okay. And, like, and how did the guys interact? Were they okay with each other? Was there oh, anything they were weird totally there? Okay. like fist pounding, like, bro. Yeah, like, like I felt like they've probably done this before, but like I definitely yeah. felt like I was being taken advantage of. I was well, it super, sounds like, like it. if you were that young, distraught afterwards. Yeah, oh, no. like, it was just not a good thing. So I always thought like I'm never gonna do this ever again yeah, I and wish your story was more unique I've heard I've yeah. talked to a lot of girls where especially when they were young they'd like be dating or this guy yeah and then it was always like oh my my best friend my roommate my buddy my blank yeah whatever, and they always friend. have this really fucked up situation where the guys are just like high-fiving and like think it's Fucking hilarious and they're just team. yeah they're just like messing this girl up and then they always get really traumatized and I mean, partly, those stories are one reason why, like, I have zero interest in having a threesome with another guy, just because, like, I can barely handle, like, one dick as it is, and that sounds like a lot for me, so you had this horrible experience with these yeah. guys who were not using the rules of consent and treating her very nicely, no. these were not nice so boys, and then awful. you Did you gained... have more than one threesome with those? No, that was the only time. So time and did then... you stop seeing the stripper guy too, right? Was that the end of your relationship with him or? No, I stupidly kept like (laughs) sleeping with him. You were young. Yeah, it's young and dumb. I was 18, right? So that whole stuff happened. And then I only started having these recent threesomes just like a year ago, actually. So the first one was when you were 18 and it went badly and then you didn't do it again. For like another freaking decade. (laughs) Really? Wait. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 30 now. No. I just turned 30. Yeah, dude. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, I didn't have So it, it scarred you for a long enough time where you were like, fuck yeah. this. Yeah, and not even say it was scarred. Like, I don't think I... There weren't a lot of repercussions after that, you know, mm-hmm. considering 
I know a lot of people that have been abused and have been assaulted and Mm -hmm. really have had like trauma. It just didn't interest you after that. No, and then I handled it well. Yeah, I think I handled it pretty well. Gotten really dark with it. Totally. But you were just like, eh, not for me. Moving on. I think it's because I didn't define that as a sexual assault before. Mm-hmm. And then now I think back and I'm like, that definitely was. Yeah, like I was an coerced assault. into. Yeah, like for sure. So I think me not understanding that before mm-hmm. kind of helped me cope with it. Because mm-hmm. now I just feel like it's just part of like everyone's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry to hear that. But and then. You're like, oh shit. It wasn't that like, big of a deal at the time. Yeah, and I just feel like it's not that big of a deal but of course other people handle things differently but anyways so here we are 10 years later 10 years later what happens so my friend who I used to work with Mm -hmm. (laughs) he ended up having me over for dinner with another friend that we both knew as well Mm -hmm. and basically we just had a lot of whiskey we had a really great Spanish dinner he like made for us it was just whiskey and food yeah well it started off with wine and then and then we broke out the whiskey, Whitbread Reserve. It was great. And had you slept with either of them before? One of them. One of them. The one of them who was inviting us over for okay. dinner. And I had known both of them for quite some time. And then next thing you know, we're just all naked. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't a conversation. It wasn't like, hey, no, like, nothing like, like you that. Wanna... No, it, it, it was, was just super natural. And it was the most like, amazing experience Aww. ever. Awesome. That actually sounds the way it's supposed to be. Still. Yeah. I'm assuming they were like focusing more on you then and it was more about Yeah. Like, well, my other friend is bi. That helps a lot. Yeah. That so helps we all a lot. mutually benefited out of the whole situation, which was mm-hmm. great. So it wasn't like too much attention on me or like I'm not paying attention to one of them. Like we yeah. were. Everyone was flowing together. Yeah. That makes we a fucking world of difference. difference. Yeah. It was amazing that. Obviously, we've done this a few more times. Mm-hmm. I have hosted, other friends hosted. They're like, hey guys, dinner like, and whiskey, my place. We're just like, yeah, was, and that's almost like a code name now. It's like, yeah. so when are we coming over for dinner again? <laughs> like, who's bringing the whiskey? Yeah. And then that was also the time, like, I took um, edibles for the first time, too. Really? Oh, That'll do God. it. That'll yeah. do it. <laughs> Threesomes and edibles. So, what a life. <laughs> oh my God. So that whole experience like that to me was like my first real experience where I felt respected and also mm-hmm. really fully enjoyed myself mm-hmm. in that so it was amazing and how many so of, since that how many have you had with them it's I mean it's yeah two more thing. times after that that's so. really nice that you yeah. like have that and has well, anyone really good story. had <laughs> an explicit conversation after the fact like Hey guys, that was great. Next time, X Y Z, or it kind of just you don't talk about it. We really. don't even really talk about. It. We just like kind of poke fun at it, or we'll like make a comment or something like, "Oh, remember that dinner we had that one time? It was <laughs> a lot of fun." And we're just like, "When is that happening again?" That's <laughs> cute. I think it it sounds like it's nice because there's no boundaries to be dealt with, right? Because no mm-hmm. one there is a couple. It yeah. sounds like there's not jealousy to work through, which Nothing is one like of the biggest that. problems normally. It's like, how do you totally. manage your boyfriend, your girlfriend, and and you're like, no, we're just friends. Like it. Yeah, it's they d- didn't feel like there's any pressure or anything like that. Or. And so the other guy was he bisexual as well? The other one, no. No, it's you, one straight guy, one bi guy. Yeah. Right. There you go. Yeah, a but little he, triangle going on. But he was sucking dick too, so. Yeah. <laughs> but you get a he break. is not. He's not bisexual. He's definitely. He's definitely straight. Like he actually is married with a kid too. So. Does his wife know, do you think, or no? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it knows. 
But <laughs> and that's that's the key question, people. Yeah, There's always someone here who's a little like, wait, did, did they know? Do you talk about this? Is, is, are we not talking about this? Like, if you met his wife, would you that. like shake her hand and be like, hi, it's nice to meet you. I'm his friend. Oh, I've definitely met her before, and <laughs> she wants to have a threesome with me. Oh, well, that's a good start. Yeah, so I mean, at least it. she's not just like my husband. The no, like and like. I think they have some kind of open communication because okay. they have friends that they sleep with when they go oh, to Portland okay, okay. and stuff. They're so chilling. So would you They're consider having a threesome with him and his wife? Oh, for sure. I, I yeah. asked him because he came over last night and I was like, so when is the threesome happening? Busy woman. Yeah. <laughs> well, you did a poll competition and then you had him over and now you're doing a podcast and now you're going back to train. Yes. Woman, <laughs> when do you sleep? Hopefully tonight. <laughs> so yeah, it's been kind of exciting and I'm excited to... Whenever that threesome happens with him and his wife, mm-hmm. I'm kind of looking forward to that experience because I've never had that before. Yeah. It's only been with two males. It's Are you bisexual different. at all? I wouldn't consider myself bisexual now yeah. at all. I'm not attracted to women um, in that way. I would say, like, I like looking at women, but I've never done anything more than, like, making out. Yeah. I say I'm like 98% straight is how it feels most of the time. Like most girls, like, I think women are beautiful. Yeah. And I've we've had sex with people where I was like, you're a close friend. And like, skin is skin. Like, I can do the things. Yeah. But it's not, it doesn't do anything for me. No. And then there have been like one or two girls where I was like, this is for me. Like, you can, <laughs> you can leave. Like, this, this, one's, <laughs> you can this leave. one's for me. <laughs> um, I'm curious, how did he ask you about joining him and his wife? Was it just like, hey, like... My wife knows um, and is interested. Like He definitely brought it up to me, and I can't exactly remember what the story was, but I think they were drunk, that and helps. I think <laughs> <laughs> they definitely were drinking, and then I think they were, they were in Portland with their fun buddies or whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, and she was drunkenly showing pictures to their friends in Portland. They're like, hey, like, what do you think of this girl? It's like, Was it of you? It was of me. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of, I guess, the start of it. And then he asked me, and then she was just, oh, make sure she wants to do it. Make sure she really wants to do it. And It's nice that she's, like, checking in. Yeah. That makes such a big difference. Like, people who are already in the lifestyle or have had past experience who understand boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like, we, there was a girl we slept with uh, this summer at Burning Man, and it was the first time ever where, as the interaction's happening, she stopped and looked at me, and she's like, do you guys have any rules or boundaries that you want me to respect? And I was like, what? What? Like, no, oh, no, you know that that's something you should add? Like, oh, my God, what a... <laughs> And then it, it literally changed the vibe of the whole thing. Like, I was already down, but I had been kind of nervous. Like, oh, I don't know. Like, how do I tell her? And then when she asked, I was like, actually, no. Like, for you now, you're good. Like, <laughs> you got this. Whatever you want. So <laughs> I, I really like it when people know to ask and just make sure that you're okay not feeling pressured or, totally. or awkward. And that you can, like, you know, tell her ahead of time. Like, I'm not really into women, but, like, we're down to try. So she's, yeah. she's not just, like, sitting on your face and you're like, wait. Yeah. Like, wait. wait. <laughs> But oh, I'm excited for you. You have, like, a nice little friend group. Yeah, yeah. It's been fun. And it's just been kind of hard because, like, I can't find anyone that, like, I can be involved with. And I have this thing about, like, I don't really like sleeping with new people. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just, it's weird. And you, there's so much awkwardness with it as well. Like, with any partner. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and just trying to get more into and more immersed in the whole, like, swinger community mm-hmm. but not because I'm not sure about you guys but like sometimes I feel people in that community are just a bit like off 
and I don't know how to say it, and I'm not yeah. trying to be rude, but, like, they're just different. I would definitely say, like, given, guys, there's odd people in any group, um, but within, like, the swingy, kinky, poly, whatever, that whole kind of umbrella term, I would definitely say I've met more eccentric people. Yes. And I've definitely met a couple <laughs> people where I'm like, you are not, like, you're not stable. Like, there, there are definitely those people you meet every once in a while, but I... And I don't know if it's, like, that the fact when people are that open that they're more susceptible to things or that they're all kind of along the same wavelength. I don't know what... It, I know what you're talking about, Yeah. Though. Like, there are a lot of people who are totally chill, and I love them, and they're handling it well. I like, I like chill, because I just mm-hmm. feel like when people are too overly enthusiastic about it, it makes me uncomfortable. And that's most, like, none of the ten times when I meet people in the community, mm-hmm. they're like that. And I'm just like, whoa... Slow it's down. overwhelming. Like, I... Especially if, like, us, I think all three of us are still kind of new. Like, maybe it happens to be with couples who've already been doing it for 10 years where it's not a big deal. You come over and they're like, oh, hey, how you doing? Like, and you're yeah, like, like, wait, wait, wait. Like, like, I don't know you yet. <laughs> don't touch me. Yeah. I'm not ready. I guess it's me, maybe because we're so entry level. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but, like, like, for them it's not a big deal. And for yeah. me, I'm like... Well, another thing is we're, we're not completely, like, open. Yeah. I feel yeah. like it's different. If you have a set of boundaries that are not completely open... Then it's like little things can be a little bit too triggering. Like when any girl hits on me who I know has a husband, I'm like, wait, there's a dick attached to this arrangement. Like, yeah, totally. I can't. And like how you guys put it, like monogamish is a great Mm -hmm. kind of word. I love that term. It's so good. And that's kind of how I feel too, because like I'm open to certain things, but I'm not fully open. Yeah, I don't want to just like go to a swinger party and have a gangbang with lots of random people. No, and And some people want that. If it's the right person, if it's the right situation, then it will work. Yeah, yeah, there has to be, like, certain factors that have to be And a lot of respect and, like, friendship first. I think that's one yeah. thing that we have to clarify with people. I'm like, we're not going out and sleeping with random people. We're not falling in love with other people. Like, we are, we talk about, like, raising kids someday. Like, we are the primary partnership, and that will not change. Yeah. It's just that when there's a really hot girl at a party who, like, maybe wants to come home, like, maybe that's going to happen, and it's just allowing that freedom, but... I definitely know what you mean. There's, <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> know how to gotta keep your keep your guard up when you're in a situation where people are that ready to pounce on a situation. Mm-hmm. Like, well, with Club Eden, for example, um, my head, my friends had invited me to the group because they know that I'm like, oh, like more liberal, liberal mm-hmm. thinking and open minded and yeah. stuff. And they're like, oh, you'd love this group. Like, you know, just go ahead, post your picture, say an introduction, which is. They encourage that. Mm-hmm. And I did. I posted some, like, cute little boudoir photos. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm Steph. Yeah, nice to meet you guys. Music community. Blah, blah, blah. And then, like, get, like, freaking, it's like, I got through to, like, the lion pit. And, like, mm-hmm. I felt like I was a piece of meat. There was, like, 20,000 messages DMing me. And apparently you're not supposed to do that in the group because I felt, like, harassed and I actually like they're like hey you want to get tied up in my dungeon you're like what the hell like, like what the fuck's going on here I just wanted to say hi like yeah. who are you people but then did you convert all those people back to your podcast like, hey, <laughs> that's the real thing come check out my podcast I converted one girl to my podcast the other yeah. cat girl <laughs> it's happening it's happening but yeah it's just it's a bit like overwhelming sometimes like being a new person going into that community is yeah, I challenging. Think maybe it helps to find like other babies, and we could all like venture into this <laughs> crowd together and be like, okay, we're taking it slow, we're just trying to meet people. Baby steps, right? Yeah, we need like baby king clubs, like <laughs> soft core, small groups, like quieter soft people. Core, small groups. I don't know. Sounds like porno. Yeah. <laughs> small group, soft core. So Sia is a exotic dancer, mm-hmm. and she also has a podcast. I do. And her parents know about it. Yeah, 
I would say they definitely know about it, for sure. And are they okay with it? <laughs> oh, God. Or not just your parents, but even, like, other friends? How has everyone oh, yeah. taken it? Family, friends, like, friends, whoever's on my Facebook, whoever's on my Instagram, they'll see that I'm advertising, hey, I'm dancing at the penthouse, or hey, I'm dancing at number five orange this weekend, yeah. and, like, I just don't give a fuck, right? Um, I would say my dad is aware that I do it. Like, he actually had a conversation with me last year on my birthday not explicitly telling me that he knows but he's like hey whatever you're doing just know that i'm proud of you wink wink nudge nudge yeah and like we were drinking and it was like what is this where does this come from i support you yeah whatever it is you're like thanks i'm just like i'm not gonna ask questions and open that box but thanks dad (laughs) and my mom is super religious like i'm filipino so she's like hardcore catholic oh really rosemary uh, rosemary <laughs> rosary every day <laughs> like freaking going the to church every and day herbs everywhere <laughs> yeah oh, i don't think that she knows and your dad wouldn't have told her then I'm no assuming. they're they're you. divorced so oh that helps no yeah that definitely helps there's no contact there whatsoever but i just remember like some of the comments she'd make she doesn't like when i post pictures of when i like do some modeling, like, for yeah. boudoir and stuff like that. She's like, why are you showing so much skin out for the whole world? You're like, and maybe this isn't the time to tell you. That. Oh, I think it's been so many times I've come close, and I'm just like, she would die. <laughs> she would actually die yeah. if I ever told her. Because I think has a really open relationship with his mom, and he likes sharing everything, and they're fine with that, but I definitely think there's a time and place when yeah. people are like, well, why don't you just tell your parents everything? I'm like... There's some things that it wouldn't benefit them to yeah. know. Like, if, if it's going to cause them pain or grief or, like, think they failed as a parent, like, why? Whatever their beliefs are, like, I'll respect that and let them see me in whatever light will be the most beneficial to our relationship. Like, Totally. And I, uh, like, I'm so close to my mom, but I just feel like yeah, but, but she'd the, But then maybe why, right? Like, Yeah. She would be crushed, I think, and... She just thinks I'm the devil sometimes. Like, really? I feel she's like, why are you doing this? And why are you like now that she's she has another light with pole dancing now, but before she just didn't get it. Yeah, and you're like it. a hardcore like athlete too, <laughs> right? Like if I, yeah. I mean, everyone has their own thing, but I could understand a little bit more. Like if you were just getting naked and giving lap dances and just kind of using your body to get money, that is slightly different than what you're doing, which is. Training, choreographing, dancing, <laughs> ripping yourself apart. You're like hella strong competing in this sport, which is incredibly difficult. And then you happen to make money like while you're doing that. That to me feels different, but I also understand how like an it's, older generation might not see the difference. No. They go, a pole is a pole. Yeah. And it's all one, and one that's thing. It. Yeah. And like, I don't even like to separate the two between pole fitness and stripping because mm-hmm. you have to understand that pole fitness came from stripping culture it's all one big it's once it's all connected right so for me i started pole dancing like training Mm -hmm. and then i was like hey i'm actually kind of good at this like well i can start monetizing off of this yeah why wouldn't i so then that's how i started doing exotic dance because i was like well i love performing i love being on stage i love dancing in front of people and i love being naked so it just kind of made sense i have a question for you yeah would you ever consider like camming 
your pole dancing or anything like that. Yeah. You talk about all the cameras. I would love to do that. I just wish I had freaking space. It, do it. I, do I would it. have to get rid of my dining table to put a pole in my house. <laughs> pole on the dining table. That's a worthwhile. Trade. I have gotten a request for that. And I've gotten, because I, I have an OnlyFans as well, so I do custom oh, yeah. videos as well. So. Got to talk about that with you later. Have some yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Just ask right now. Yeah, so right now, do you have questions? Oh, I guess it is tied to my real name. I mean, I was wondering, how much do you charge per month? I charge twenty ninety nine US. And do you do like full everything, or are you kind of keeping no. it more niche? Mine's very artistic. Mm -hmm. um, it's like a lot of photo shoot things that I've done with boudoir and nude photography and um, very like abstract kind of yeah. stuff, um, which I like. I love the whole artistic part of it. Yeah. And then I sell my photos and I sell uh, custom, custom videos. orders and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm how's looking it been for into you so it far? now. It's been good. Like I have like. I only have like a few fans, but, but they it only have takes been, a couple people to right? like really add up. Totally, and, that, and they're like loyal. They'll always subscribe, and mm -hmm. they're always buying these like photos, which I think is like outrageously priced. But, <laughs> but I know the value you. for me, and yeah. the people are buying oh, it. So, seriously, yeah. good for you, right? Because like for me, living off of six hundred dollars a month, if I get an extra hundred dollars a month, it that's makes a big difference. That's a big difference traveling like that. Totally. makes a big difference and we already shoot a lot of kind of like boudoir things that aren't my niche on Instagram like that's not what my followers want to see and it's things yeah. that I'm okay with yeah but I remember a friend of mine who's doing it she's like oh no everyone on here is just doing like full porno scenes every yeah. day I'm like well what if I don't do that is there still a market but it's good to know that there is yeah so. I mean it's a hard sell because everyone goes on OnlyFans to see like hardcore erotica and nude but if they like, like you as the person as the character then they feel like they're getting something private from you right yes. which is nice you don't have to like give it all yeah and I felt like I had someone that was like trying to get me to do some things and I'm just like I know who I am and I can do that but here's a price tag for that and yeah. you will pay for that so they're like that's overpriced you're like bitch do you want it or not yeah <laughs> I'm like and I hate when people like argue with the price of things I'm like do you go to a restaurant and argue the prices of what the food costs there $16 no. pasta fuck you you're yeah. like then don't order it then like, don't order fine. it go somewhere else you know yeah. and I'm not Exactly. I don't have time to maintain that site anyway. It's like hardly have any time yeah. to do that. And that's the thing. If you want things for free, they're they're out there for free. But yeah. I feel like part of OnlyFans is just getting attached to a person and getting to know them and feeling like you have a connection with that person, you know? Totally. And then the price tag. There's a price tag sometimes, <laughs> There's a price tag all the time. So nothing, in, nothing comes for free, okay? Yeah. So... <laughs> Good. Sweet. So there we go. That was Yay. all the yeah. questions we have for you as our Perfect. first official, like have had threesomes, but you're not in specifically an open relationship, so. Yeah. Also, you gave us really good stories on male, male, female threesomes, which is not something we've talked about with everyone. Yeah, that's yeah. our, you're our first guest, I think, Sweet. officially. And someone who had a threesome with people who you weren't necessarily in a relationship with, which changes the boundaries. And it sounds totally. like a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It sounds and chill. And next time. <laughs> and involving so free dinner. That sounds oh. great. <laughs> and wine and like the whole yeah. bottle of whiskey and like cocktails. I'm like, this is great. So like, I can deal. <laughs> yeah, amazing. we just, uh, we just mesh so well. We all, all of us. It's all about finding the right person, right? Yeah. It's, <gasps> it's hard because then um, in other relationships, I remember one of them really wanted to have threesome. And then I was so young and just not open to the idea of that before. I was like, oh, I'm jealous and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't understand and... Like, how do you find these people? And I just was not not yeah. comfortable finding some random person. But at the same time, like, well, maybe it should be a random person because we don't know anyone. There's the no connection there. there. With a list know? of 15 questions and a full, full <laughs> STD screening. I'm like, ooh, it's freaking me out. But um, for people listening, how do you want them to find you and follow you and see what you're up to? 
Oh, yeah. Um, they can find me on Instagram. So my personal is Sia Steph, S-I-A, Steph, like the singer. <laughs> and my podcast is Strip by Sia, so you can always get me on there. Um, what do you talk about on your podcast for people oh, who yeah. don't know? I forgot. So my podcast is about strippers and sex workers. And I'm trying to kind of destigmatize that industry by sharing people's stories that actually work in the industry. So hearing it from real people, from all real the good peeps. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where you can find me. So send me a DM, send me any questions. I am all over those channels. All over the channels. Well, thank you for hanging out with us today. Now you got to go oh, train more pole. Yes, I do. <laughs> go kill it. See you thanks later. Thanks for having me. Bye. <laughs> So if you want more from How to Have Threesomes, you can check us out on Instagram at How to Have Threesomes. So you can check out our book. It's on Amazon. We have the companion guide released right now, or you can check out the full book. It's released on December 17th. Please leave us a rating and review on Apple if you can. That'd be amazing. Thank we'll you guys you so time. much for checking in. Bye. Yep.